honey, you're ruining our kids. The parenting podcast from an Irish man abroad. It's all about helping you with this challenge of raising kids. I am a stand-up comedian and Tina is a child development expert with more than 20 years of experience in the business. There's absolutely zero judgment here and everyone does it their own way. Well, at the end of the day, you have to do what suits your family. And I'm just here to try and help them. You gotta come down to the level and give them a chance. Mm. You gotta give them a warning and say, that is not okay what you did. Here's what's gonna happen next. Yeah. This sounds a lot like our relationship. <laughs> Jar, if you do that again, <laughs> there's gonna be no basketball for the rest of the week. And then I go and sulk in my room for a My son takes shits in our sink. He says he likes to put the poo in the toilet for himself. (laughs) It is awful, but it's not awfully unusual. You only have to say to your child, I can't trust you to be independent and voting well on your own. So until you start, until I know that you are now not using the sink anymore, I have to come with you. Your son is obsessed with this willy. (laughs) He will not talk. Stop. Talking about his willy, asking questions about his willy, touching his willy, showing his willy. <laughs> What does she do? It is one of the hardest questions we've had, because let's be honest, when does that stop for a boy? It's only you're ruining our kid, the parenting podcast from the Irishman Abroad Podcast Network. It is late. It is so Sunday late. Night. And we are back from one of those weekends where you go down and you stay in a hotel and then you have to gather everything and you put it in the car. I always remember that Louis C.K. joke about loading up the car. And, you know, that moment where you have it all in, the family's in the car, you slam the trunk and you walk around the back of the car. He said, that's my vacation right there. That moment. (laughs) So true. It's like that tiny bit of cam. Yeah. And you do a little breathe. And you look into the air that 10 seconds, that's your rest. But it like it was a great weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. We were down in Killarney. Yeah, at the INEC. Well, it was gigging and I it was, was great fun. The, the tour show. And for the very first time, we were you know, really conscious that you're leaving your kid alone for a period. Right. We had to leave Mikey up in the hotel room while well, we went and did the show. Yeah, well, the show was on. In the hotel. Yeah, exactly. So it, like, felt so it was like, like upstairs. Yeah, it felt like a safe situation. And a good time to give him that taste of yeah. what Kevin like, McAllister. Yeah, he's never on been on his own never. in his life. Um, Which makes such a difference from our own childhoods. It's funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was so funny. I didn't expect him to be in touch, but he was in touch with me all the time to the point where I had to be like, stop texting stop me. Stop texting me. <laughs> yeah, wrecking my head. But it, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Uh, that what the consciousness that he that we needed the reassurance. Yeah, uh, he was great. I was really impressed with him, actually. I ran up and checked him maybe three times and he was fantastic. <laughs> I think he loved it. I think he loved the experience of having his little bit of time by himself. I was alone a lot as a kid, like a lot. Part of it was that I traveled from school to home, yeah, got a train, course. got a bike to walk a couple of miles. <laughs> like I, compared to your existence yeah. of little city slicker Tina, who's like, <laughs> Just going downtown with the money and like we're five still, minutes later I'm in my house eating sandwiches. still a bit of a walk, to oh be fair. Gosh. I lived on the outskirts of town. I think it's so <laughs> funny the difference between what you thought was a walk when you were 12 yeah. versus what you think is a walk now. Like even when... But I feel like I was the opposite to you because I had siblings. So you had siblings too, but maybe because we were in the town, it was always busy. Those moments, if I came home and found the house empty. Oh my <laughs> God. I was like... <gasps> 
savor this. You're on your own. Um, it's it, just you in the house. This is magic. It you know? really made me wonder, though, whether we have listeners out there who have only children. Mm. There's obviously more and more of them nowadays. Yeah. There's also more and more twins nowadays. Yeah. So we're putting the call out to start this episode for people who have only children and twins. Because I'd imagine in both cases you think, oh, nobody wants to hear about this or, mm. you know, that we're the only ones going through this. Honey, Rooney Arcade is built on the idea that whatever you're going through, there is thousands, if not millions of parents going yeah. through exactly what you're going through. So get the email in to honey, you are ruining our kid at gmail.com. And, and what do you want them we to might say? Do, well, we might do an only child episode. Okay. And we could do a twins episode. And if you have any tips for dealing with an only child, that'd be great too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get straight to the questions. And to start things off, we have a doozy. I definitely wasn't the only person who had imaginary friends. I certainly, one of my siblings, who will remain nameless, had an imaginary friend named yeah. Nisha, who got name. blamed for a lot of them <laughs> but I always thought Nisha was such a scary name really Nisha did, did it you? Oh my it God. was Nisha <laughs> terrifying name to choose for also we didn't know anybody called Nisha and it's a very old Irish yeah, name like the changeling named Nisha oh god you're making it very scary like name. our first question maybe is this the first time we've had an imaginary I think question? we had I think we had one before because I remember you bringing back. up the Nisha thing. Okay, you're telling me I'm repeating myself. Okay, ah, cool. Let's know. go to it. Dear <laughs> Tina and Jarlath, my child has an imaginary friend that they are blaming everything on. Their imaginary friend is called Tony. Tony. I mean, straight away, I'm like, has this person watched The Shining? Like Tony was. Tony the, is the name of what? Tony is the kid's imaginary friend who is actually a ghost in the hotel who's telling him what to do. Oh God. Maybe not like something this parent I'm needs too, to hear I'm right now. I'm too frightened of movies like that. Okay, well, Tony is up to all sorts. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really freaked Tony, out. Tony tells my little boy he doesn't have to do what he's told. Oh, I love Tony fella. Rascal. Tony encourages our son to take things from people's houses or shops that <laughs> definitely do not belong to him. And Tony is melting our brain. How do I get my kid to stop with this Tony nonsense? Any help would be appreciated. Very tired dad. I mean, I'd imagine they've tried a few things. Like, what's the first? Like, I'd imagine you've had this a lot, Tina. You must have had imaginary kids in your time as a Montessori teacher and yeah. all the way through. Well, what do you do first well, when I've, somebody says? I've never quite heard of an imaginary friend encouraging a child to steal. I mean, that's a hard one. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty tricky. That'll be the next Donald Trump go to. Yeah. Um, my imaginary my friend, friend <laughs> told me that the election was stolen. <laughs> I mean, like, because there's so much going on there. The child definitely knows it's wrong enough to be doing to, that he, he knows to blame it on someone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, yikes. That's this question. Y has yikes. Me stumped. What, what great help for these parents, <laughs> Tina. Yikes is the advice, guys. Well, like, if I could throw in there. I think you threw me with your Tony. shining thing. It scared <laughs> yeah. the life out yeah, of me. Maybe your kid has the shining. No, I definitely was. I, my imaginary friends only existed in one room of the house. You never told me you had imaginary oh, friends Oh, yeah, before. several. 
and <laughs> a gang. It was a it was a group. What you we could hung see out them? And could you I, see know, them? I, well, no. no, you couldn't even see your imaginary I friends. I wasn't having l- 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 like hallucinations. That's not what an imaginary friend is. I'm pretty sure children who have imaginary friends see really them. believe that they can no, see. They don't. They're, they're literally playing pretend. And when it comes to an imaginary friend who you're blaming stuff on, like surely you have to go to. Come on now. Let's be real. There is no Tony. Well, I don't know. It depends on the age of the child. Did they mention? I don't know. I don't hear you say an age. If they're really young, I don't know because you're tampering with their imagination there. There's no age given here. I mean, if they're seven or over, I would be like. Cut the bull. It's, you know, we love that you have an active imagination. And you're going to tell great stories and we got to channel that imagination somewhere. But we know that it's you doing this and you need to stop blaming it on Tony when really it's you. But if it's a very small kid, that's way harder. But surely you're better off to just ignore it. And when they go, you can't ignore stealing. Yeah, true enough. When you're down (laughs) the Garda station, you've got you've got. You've got to do something. I guess this with the stealing thing, this is hard. But with the stealing thing, I guess, what would I do? This is what I would do. And I'd suggest is that you say, well, this is wrong. Whoever did it, this is wrong. And since Tony's not here and we can't see him, you have you're you were in charge. You're responsible for this. So you're okay. going to have to bring this back. So to an extent, you treat it like, well, if somebody tells you hmm. to jump off the roof of the school. You don't listen to them. Yeah. So it's actually. It, it, this is very dangerous. This is worrying because the kids doing. being influenced yeah. one way or another by a voice in their head. Yeah. That is telling them to do. Because like so much comedy does come from this idea that like mm. one part of me was telling me ignore this. And another part was telling me just elbow him in the face. I think that might be an angle to take. Look, whoever Tony is, I know I can't see him. But I do have voices that tell me to not go to work in the morning. Yes. Yeah. And it's a and good time. Always a good time to talk about the conscience, your conscience yeah. with your child I'm and what we know conscience. is right and what we know is wrong. Yes. Now, is that the right thing to do or the wrong thing to mm. do? How there are rules and we all need to follow the rules for society to work and community in our family. And that's a really good angle, actually, coming around it that way in terms of what is right and what is wrong. And if Tony is telling you to do something, you have to think to yourself, well, is that okay or is it not okay? And what should you do? Because stealing is not okay. And every time you come home with something that isn't yours, we're going to return it. Mm. Now, you know? there is obviously a risk, like with anything, that if you make too much out of it. Yeah, it can get, get bigger. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. So that's why I just, I think picking the conscience angle is the best. Because mm. then you're like just explaining right and wrong, rules of the world. And the consequence is every time this happens, I can't see Tony. So you're going to have to be the one who brings this stuff back. You know, well, did you I think we talked about this before about like stealing things, because, mm. you know, if it's stealing is the kind of high end Mm. of what your imaginary friend can get you to do. Obviously, after that, it's burning stuff. Yeah. And after that, I guess it's actually hurting other people directly. Stealing, though, there's some weird psychology behind that. Now, this to me, from my uneducated position, 
just having done this podcast with you for so long, whenever we've encountered stealing, mm. there is one, an attention seeking yes. element to it. Yeah. And two, there's the weird rush. Not Yeah, there's a rush, but there is some odd version of ownership that there's uh, insecurity oh, mean, around yeah. my stuff being taken or things being taken. A lack from... of respect for other people's property. Yeah. yeah. And understanding what ownership means and earning something and possession. Yeah. 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 That, that, the... that, that when you take that, somebody else has to pay for it. And I guess in those situations, you do have to get the child to empathize by things that they love. How yeah. would you feel if this was taken away from you? Well, this is what you're doing when you take something that doesn't belong to you. That person is now feeling this sadness. Yeah, I always end up making crazy suggestions. If people aren't familiar with the podcast, <laughs> this is often the role I play. I am not sure that Tina enjoys the crazy suggestions, <laughs> but I do like to throw them in. Is it an idea to take something special from the child's room no. and be like, I guess somebody must have stolen it? No. How no. do you like it? No. No, I know that's a punishment. <laughs> no, it's an experiment. Well, you bring it back later. Well, all you're doing is modeling, modeling, stealing, and no, I'm not stealing. Dishonesty. It. It's gone, but you get to feel what it's like to have things gone. No, I would. I wouldn't suggest doing that. Clear out the room, like literally, like <laughs> the like the house has been r- ransacked and robbed. Completely. I think going to like a punishment. So sorry. I think going to a punishment like that is always too much. And in, if you go really big with the negative, you're just giving them more attention. Hmm. You, like, that's so much attention. Of course, um, they'll I, do it again. I would bet any money this kid has siblings who are getting more attention than them. Yeah. I wonder if there's a new baby in the house. Because mm. a lot of the time, I think that when kids go with the mad stuff, Yes. It's because it's like, well, I'm special too. You're right. I'm a bit tired because we're recording this so late. But I think, you know, you're right. Look around the behavior. Has anything changed at home? What is going on? And also, I'm a bit blown away by these head plan journals. They're changing our life. Mm. This, If you can get your hands on or even create your own one, Mm -hmm. the head plan journal is a reflection journal journal with leading questions about how your child feels or things they did that day and how they Mm. feel, what they're grateful for that's a really good way for them to start thinking about their actions and what they're doing and what they're leading into. Yeah. And even if they can't write in it, you can do the Tony questions can. with them. Tony can write. Yeah, Tony do it. <laughs> you know, we're in the territory now of teens. Mm. Like we're moving into that phase and you never think that's coming. You really don't think that's coming. Like I was going back through my Instagram for a reason that I don't want to go into. <laughs> uh, and I was just like remembering how long him being a toddler went on for like i don't feel that way i feel like it all went so fast i was always aware of how older he was getting and soon he wouldn't want to hold our hands or soon he wouldn't want to be seen with us not at all always on my maybe mind. this is a male perspective <laughs> because i just remember like being on all fours so much time you really my, did my, play a lot with mike he was gorgeous and you said it was too much nearly that i was too in character playing the games <laughs> <laughs> but I do you, you I know people go oh it flies by oh you sure you won't know yourself but it didn't it it didn't fly by and I wanted to say this to anybody out there who's listening to this going ah oh, god it's work I guess it's so joyful and all the rest you will wake up and it's 
done. Yeah. That's the flyby that you, it's like a, a melting piece of ice. Yeah. You turn around and it's gone. Well, I turned around this weekend and I was looking eye to eye with our son. And I thought, oh my God, my yeah, son is as see, tall as me. look you straight in the eyes. And he's his own yeah. and doesn't uh, need his like, mommy. I know that even when people would say that to me, oh, sure, you won't know yourself, he'll be 13 tomorrow. And you're like, no, he won't. I mean, he's three. I got another <laughs> decade of this. <laughs> but then here he is. Here he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's any comfort to people, but I will say that I do look back on those photos and I'm like, why didn't I cherish that? A little bit more, probably because we were both bollocks tired. (laughs) (laughs) You can't appreciate things when you're bollocks tired. Tina and Charlotte, I love your show. You make me laugh and you make me feel better about everything. That's a good start (laughs) to an email. I don't feel like I'm failing at life anymore. My child, though, won't stop cutting her friend's hair at school. (laughs) I don't think that's on you. I don't think unless you yourself as a parent are cutting people's hair as they arrive at the house. Yeah. Unless you are a hairdresser and that is her design for life. Anyway, this mom is saying that this is happening every single day, every single day. She gave those each a <laughs> sentence. The teacher has tried to hide the scissors, oh. make them request only. And is very close to having to remove all the scissors from the whole scissors. <laughs> so this kid is hunting down scissors <laughs> to give haircuts. You know I had a child in my class like this. Oh, right. Well, we've got to get to this. Let me finish the email. Why is she doing this? That's a very good question. And people rarely ask that mm. in the emails. Why would my child be doing yeah. this? And how the hell can I stop it? Yeah, well, I mean, I did have this in my class and... That same little girl is still doing it. <laughs> Isn't it a hairdresser? No, she's not still doing it. Her mother is always sending me pictures. She's no. still doing it. She is, yeah. She's still doing it. They didn't get on top of it. Well, that, that's the this person with loads of hope, Tina. <laughs> you definitely can stop your child from cutting people's hair. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I know exactly what you have to do. You actually have to trust her with the scissors more. Taking what? it away just makes it even more of a, oh, right, yeah. like a, I know it's a sexy Taboo. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also. It's more attractive if she, you can't have She it. wants to cut. There's something inside her at the moment that wants that movement in her fine mother. So let's just give her other ways to get there. Let's do lots of cutting paper, arts and crafts. Let's do lots of, uh, I mean. Wool cutting. Play-Doh cutting and wool cutting. Oh, yeah. the Play-Doh cutting where you, remember that Play-Doh thing where you put it through the press and it came out like hair? Yeah, and then cut that, you yeah. know, and also just like. But will that work? Like, is lots are of different that te- thick? Kids are not thick, Charlotte <laughs> Regan. I don't like you saying that. But no, like, she's. Of, kids go through these periods called sensory periods where right. they are attracted to a certain kind of movement, and it happens most at like three, four, or five. Mm. And they will repeat and repeat this one thing that they enjoy doing, and that's how they perfect. Oh my God. Stuff. If we're talking at the start of this question about repeat and repeat, yeah. that was definitely a skill I had in yeah. those years that these kids will be entertained. Yeah. If you have the capacity to, to repeat do the it. same joke again and again, the, the same joke again and again to the child, darling. Oh, not sorry, I was like, so, I'm so sensitive about that topic. <laughs> it's it's not even a joke. It's like the like you say, this kid Pretending. wants cutting. Yeah, so they want cutting. You've nearly got to 
max out their cutting want. Yeah. And it like it really is just that. Like you will see some kids who just want to play in the water all the time or some oh, kids yeah. who need to scrunch paper and or they're like obsessed with walking in lines or walking in circles. There's a sensory mood. There, there's an actual need inside them to perfect these skills. Weird. And... <laughs> <laughs> and this is just this child's phase of that development and yeah their cutting hair is not okay she no. has to be told that you cannot do that to did people did you have a, one what? of these did you have a sensory period where you were obsessed with something i can't remember that like that far why did you i definitely think cutting out shapes and that really yeah i did i definitely had a period of just I seem to have a scissors in my hand at all times, but I wasn't walking around cutting kids hair. Yeah, but it is like, I think, don't make the scissors any more taboo. Right. Actually be like empower her, show yeah. her how to carry the scissors, you show like you how to hold things. the scissors. Yeah. Tell her that they're very, you know, I'm trusting you because these yeah. are quite dangerous, but I know I can trust you. And okay. You know what's right and what's wrong. So with let's the say they follow your advice. Now, this is a teaching situation because obviously this isn't happening at home. Well, we don't. So know when that, you no. say, yeah, but the, the email isn't saying that she's cutting her siblings. I'd so imagine the poor teacher the just doesn't don't. have time, exactly, to think about, oh crap, what they're thinking about is all these other parents giving out about yeah, their kids' hair is, being cut. Yes, exactly. So this is what I'm saying. And they're very Your fast when they do it. For this mom or this dad, who was it? The dad to go in to the teacher and say, "Listen, I listened to Honey, you Rooney, our kid." Yeah. And Tina Regan, <laughs> sounds, I'm sure you know her. Sounds bonkers uh, now. She she says, I know that she's cutting all the kids' hair. In <laughs> <laughs> she, she reckons you need to give her the scissors more. <laughs> <laughs> she's going, mate, would you ever <laughs> stick your podcast? <laughs> How is this vice going to work? Like, But like if she's in an early year setting, which I'm sure she is, she's in baby infants or senior, yeah. whatever they call it now, they're going to be doing loads of cutting. Just give that child more the, opportunities. The, his, so what's happening. So his the issue here is that every time a scissors is put in this child's hand, yeah. someone's getting a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. So the teacher has to say. But you're asking them. <laughs> And look, I know that like the teacher's probably laughing about it and the mom probably finds it cute. I know where the trouble is. I very much doubt that they're laughing about it. (laughs) Maybe in the pub, smashed on a Friday night going, they're not letting this fucking kid (laughs) making my life a nightmare. But I know it's the other parents. It's the parents who pick up their kids with fresh haircuts who are going nuts. Like that's where they're going nuts. But like this child is getting so much attention for this. And now it's like she okay. probably has a reputation because so the other maybe, kids would know. Maybe this is the suggestion. When you come home from school, we are going to do so much cutting. You're not going to believe it. Yeah. Let the school follow their observation at the moment, which is we've got to get scissors out of the classroom. And that'd be that. Well, but I make can't. Cutting something you have to look forward to in the evenings. But if I hear that you cut somebody's hair in school, we will not do be cut. Do yeah. be, we do not be doing the cutting. <laughs> Look, I can't in good conscience go over the school and say, tell them not to take the scissors out of the classroom. 
But like if it was my class, I wouldn't take the scissors out of the classroom. I would have a moment in that day where I gave this child opportunities to do more cutting with different textures and stuff and get whatever need is out of her system. But I get it. This might be a teacher on her own who doesn't have an es- a teaching assistant or something and doesn't isn't able to do that. So I think your idea is a good one. No. <laughs> I mean, we need a klaxon. We need a... <laughs> I think your idea Charlotte is... Charlotte had a decent suggestion. And I think you could also even go further and say to the child, and then soon I'm going to be able to tell your teacher that, that she can trust ready. you. That yeah. you're ready for this responsibility yeah. of oh, the scissors. Shit. I actually helped Also, the podcast rather would, than making wouldn't crap be. suggestions like <laughs> rob all of the stuff out of your kid's room and say, how do you like it? <laughs> Also, probably not a bad idea to bring her to a hairdresser's and have the hairdresser explain to them that they had to get trained up, you bring know. Bring to the hairdresser's with a sweeping pan and brush. Gather up all the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I went too far. I lost it. You lost I it. I lost it. I've often thought that if the CIA or the FBI was low on operatives, mm-hmm. that they could hire Irish children. Or any children to keep their state secrets because prizing information from your child about their day at school is a fucking impossible, especially if it's a boy. Like maybe I'm maybe that's just me, but I feel like the girls will sit down with a baby Chino and tell you everything. And that might be just a bit of sexism on my part. No, it's not sexism. It's generalizing. Yeah. It's a sweeper because I'd imagine there's quite a few lads that will do well, that too. Well, do you, you know what gets me is that because I've been in the classroom and a teacher and stuff. Yeah. I know that they spill everything in the classroom. About Teach, us. About us. And that <laughs> teachers are getting the lowdown of yeah. everything. Like they, things you don't want to know. They just won't stop talking and telling right, you. And you have every, to go, okay, 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 cool, such thank as- you. You know, like what daddy was up to last night or, you know, there what's in my mom's wardrobe. There was a lot of banging and clattering oh, coming out of no, the bedroom upstairs. No, Things being hidden. Daddy sometimes pinches mommy's bum. No. Why well, are what you? are you talking about? I'm talking, I don't what know. What stuff? No kid has ever said that to me. But, you know, <laughs> just stuff like mommy and daddy were shouting last night or. And you're like, I, I saw like daddy them. sleeping on the couch this morning. When I got <laughs> Things no like way. that. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, or my daddy doesn't sleep in the same bedroom as my mommy and you're like okay, okay well sometimes that happens I don't know it's awful and like and you the just... other kids are looking around going so I know all I'm saying is I know from intervening school you cannot get these kids to stop telling you stuff yeah, and yet so it's so frustrating yeah because they... that's what this question's about yeah. question number three today Tina and Jared I have a strange one for you and we're here to tell you that it's not that strange no. I can't get my little boy to tell me anything mm. about school one word answers. A total shutdown is all I get. I'm worried all the time. And that is that is what happens. That it leads to worry. Yeah. You're just like, can you just, just set yeah. my mind at ease? Yeah. Why wouldn't he want to share his day with me? That's what I want to know. know. The That's what this that. mom says. Do you think he might be getting bullied or finding school hard? I really need some help. Fair play to you, first of all, for emailing. I always think. Yeah. Hats off to people. We know the answer, though. The answer consistently is when you ask your, any child, why aren't you telling your parents stuff? They honestly don't think their parents will understand. Or they don't think that their day is newsworthy. Yes. 
They're like, what's the big deal? The basic day. Is that squash? So it's like they don't even know why you want to know. First of all, they're like, well, how am I going to explain that to my parents? Yeah. And then also, it's boring. Why would they care? They just don't get why we'd want to know. So how do you get them to know? Well, I guess play. Play. You want to talk to your child about anything? Sit down on the ground and build Lego with them or draw with them. And when they're in that activity for a little while, start gently asking questions. That's why play therapy is so amazing because kids relax and then they'll open up. Yeah, you were the first person I ever heard talk about this parallel play thing. No, that's not parallel. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, that's different. Well, what I was going to say was we definitely had this. And oh, yeah. I get it way secrecy. more than you. But at least if there's one parent that can get it out of them, like you're very yeah. good at getting stuff out of Mikey, you either play with him or you go on a very special coffee walk yeah, well, where you been... let him shout on about other stuff and then you ask him a question. <laughs> well, I've been talking about these coffee walks for a long time and I don't think that I've cracked anything or I think that I've got a parenting figured out in any way and that's also at the heart of this bloody mm. podcast is nobody knows mm. all kids are different and there's a million ways to skin this cat and try and raise your kid not to be a gobshite or to get yourself around the idea that your kid isn't finished yes is yeah. the thing and certainly when i started actually taking an hour in the week to go for a long, uninterrupted walk with my luxury. son. It's a luxury, but it you is. have made time. You've carved out time for it. And, uh, and you know, I feel bad every week that we don't find time for it. Yeah. But when we do, you'll find that stuff comes out. Yeah. But, you know, it's a practice. Like, it is honestly, Because sometimes when I'm out of practice, it doesn't altogether happen. And we do end up talking it, about nonsense. But even I can get, if I sit down and build Lego... Yeah. Or if I take an interest in whatever he's doing and just talk a little bit about nonsense and then ask him something gentle while he's relaxed, he will open up. Now, the Play question the of the bullying. Time. Right. Am I, is my kid having a hard time at school? That's, and when you're dealing with a secretive kid who won't open up, how the hell do you find out? Well, you, that's, what te- that's what teacher meetings are for. That's what asking, requesting a meeting with the teacher is about and going in and getting your mind put to rest by talking to the teacher and saying to them, is, are they okay? Like, is there Will anything? They know? Well, if they're good at their job, they should know. Mm. They're supposed to observe every child all the sure, time. Sure, but they're not what they on will, the playground. Well, yeah, they are. There's always a teacher on the playground. Mm. And what they will be able to tell you is, do they have friends? What is it? Well, how do they interact with other children? What are they like when they're playing? And also you can say, I'd like you to spend the week observing them and come back to me on Friday and let me know what you think. Hmm. You know, I think there isn't a parent out there that doesn't wonder about their kids ability to interact socially. And those that aren't wondering about it probably would if they actually reflected for a minute well i think if you like this person have a child who's not opening up it only leads to worry you only go to straight away oh why aren't they telling me what aren't they telling me what's going on yeah yeah why doesn't he want to talk to me what have i done to make him not think he can talk to me i also think that if you're worried your kid is being bullied or having a hard time at school there will be other signs other than not telling you yeah. what's happening in school, like there would be 
other you saw mating yeah it, you would be you well, would, it would be reflected in other ways yeah, sometimes it depends on the kid some mm. kids are experts at covering this stuff up mm. i really do think that the best action there is to go into the teacher yeah. that's the person seeing your kid at school that's okay, well, the person you've trusted because some kids are having a tough time in this first month. We, we yeah. have Honey Rooney, our kid goes out in term, right? Yeah. So we'll always have an episode for you on a Monday first thing, even if it means recording it late on a Sunday <laughs> night when we're both bollocks start. Because that's life and that's parenting. Yeah. Sometimes that's what happens, yeah, right? We did, this is the first chance we've gotten September to do September is a uniquely tough month yeah. in terms of fatigue, in terms of the settling in. Yeah. And sometimes... Your kid can be having issues with actually getting on with these teachers or their teacher for that first month. Yeah. What do you do, Tina, if your kid comes to you and goes, I don't like my teacher and that I'm not being bullied, but my teacher is not nice. Now, this can start like at five and can go all the way up through their teens. What do you do? That's a very tricky one because you can't change the teacher. Yeah, it's like an institutional bullying to them in their experience. What you can do is, like, sometimes you do have to explain to your child you're not going to like everyone in this world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes going to school is learning how to manage different personalities. Yeah, sometimes you're going to find yourself working with somebody you don't particularly like. Yeah. (laughs) Charlotte. (laughs) I'm joking. Not in this situation. But it is true. That is life. That is life. But also you can say, talk to me about the times where you feel like the teacher's getting cross or yeah, upset with you. Go through them. What are you doing in those moments? And then maybe your child is finding something hard at school that you can suddenly help them with. Or maybe your child's going to tell you, well, it's I'm always talking to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be like, or, well, stop doing that. Or the criticism Tina got on her report card. Tina smiles too smiles much. Smiles too much in class. Douchey teacher. Says Tina smiles too much. I was Do you ever seven. look back on? I hope that answered your question to this listener. And please do get back in touch. There's going to be more over on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, if you want to listen in, we've got much more stuff coming for you over there. And we're actually going to put it up. This well, week. <laughs> the last few weeks we haven't because we want people to get a taste of what a full episode feels like. But you know, there is a deeper dive and some return yeah. business from people who are telling us how they got on. But we do want to hear how this stuff pans out. Like, it's one thing to give out the advice, but Tina always follows up. Yeah, I and try. And tries I to try find a resolution yeah. if the first piece of advice oh, doesn't work. Definitely. Sorry, just hurt my back there. Definitely. If the when people get back and they say, we've tried this, it's not working. Yeah. I'm like, OK, give me some more information. Let's see what we can do. We can definitely find a way here. And if we can, if it's a bullying issue, I will come down to the school <laughs> and push some kids around if needs be. The bullying issue is so tough, but I always think go to the teacher, go to the person who sees your child the most. They'll know. If they haven't noticed, they'll start noticing. Mm, and yeah, then the eyes peel. Yeah. Let me ask you this before we go. Call this one a day. Do you have your school reports anywhere? Because I have every single one of them back at my parents' house. That's because your mom files everything. She has a filing Amazing. cabinet, yeah. I'm sure they're around. They're just probably stuffed in. I would love in. to read them. My school reports. I just love to look back when you see how your life has worked out and the well, criticism re- you were receiving yeah. well, and the things that were viewed as criticisms that are now your greatest strength. 
Well, I know that I was always Tina needs to stop talking so much. In class. <laughs> and here you are talking for a living. Although one of my teachers from Mercy went to your show in Navin mm. and sent me the most lovely email afterwards. And uh, she said I was great. <laughs> but also she was my favorite. Like I loved history and I know it was her that sparked the interest we in it for me. We need to get emails from the teachers that didn't like <laughs> Tina. If you're listening, <laughs> honey, you're ruining our kid at gmail.com is the place to go. Come on over and join us on Patreon for the price of a pint each month. You're going to get a ton of content for whatever uh, times you have to yourself. Extra content on the Honey, you're ruining our kid podcast. And of course, three other podcasts each week. Come yeah. on. That's Come pretty on. good value. Support the show. That's the only way we support the show is on patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad.